You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a special edition of In the Trenches. The Bucks made the playoffs, everybody. Uh, I, I didn't hear a lot of people saying the Bucks are going to make the playoffs at the beginning of the year, including myself. Um, it's, it's not about being right and wrong because the Bucks are close to where I thought they were going to be. Baker Mayfield is substantially better than I thought he was going to be this year. He didn't play great yesterday or last couple games, but yesterday was rough. But in general, Baker Mayfield was substantially better than I thought he was going to be. But everywhere else, the Bucks overachieved some spots. Otherwise, they're probably about where I thought they were going to be. They're a playoff team. It's hard to even say they're a good team. Okay, because they're a nine and eight team, and they backed into another uh, NFC South three in a row, which is a beautiful thing. But to be nine and eight in a historically bad NFC South, it's historically bad. Two years in a row, it's it's hard to say they're a good team. Okay, now I got that out of the way. The Bucks are in the playoffs, and they're playing the Eagles. And here's my, my helmets. These are, these are actually my helmets from back in the day. They're playing the Eagles, and I'm telling you it's a coin flip. The Eagles ain't that damn good. I watched the Eagles yesterday. They ain't that damn good. I'm not telling you the Bucks are good. I'm not. But the Eagles ain't that damn good. The Bucks still, you know, yesterday they beat Carolina in Carolina. A win's a win. Because I, I gave the Bucks a 40, 40% chance of losing that game. That's still 40%. They won the game. Got a shot. Defensively played great. Offensively didn't look right. Doesn't matter. A win's a win. That's it. Period. All right? The Bucks have won five of the last six. And the Eagles have lost five of the last six. You got to say there's a, at least a coin flip on this thing. I, 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 I think I heard the spread is two and a half maybe. It's a coin flip. Come on, man. And you lean to the Eagles? Sure. Okay. The Eagles probably have more bona fide football players than the Bucks do. But that's not what it's about. That's not what football is about. All right? Go back to the first game where the Bucks played the Eagles. Uh, they beat us 25-11. I mean, they, out, they outperformed us by about 300 yards. They had 271 yards passing, 200 yards rushing, 6.1 yards per play. That 27 first downs. This, this was the worst game the Bucks played all year. 10 for 16 on third down. 2 for 3 on fourth down. 78 plays. Yeeks. They had the ball for 39 minutes. That was not a pretty game. All right? See that? It means absolutely nothing. Throw it out. Because it never happens the same way again. Never. Never. Because people make adjustments, and you have to make adjustments off adjustments. And yesterday, the Buccaneers played hard as they normally do, okay? But if they ran into somebody else, they'd have been in trouble yesterday. Baker Mayfield is not healthy. And here's where the conundrum is, everybody. Because if you listen to In the Trenches on a consistent basis, all right, or if you ever watch football with me at, at Dignitary Cafe, I say the same thing with every quarterback. Stop getting hit. 
I always say it. Stop getting it. You can. You guys are applauding your quarterback for being heroic in the second quarter. I'm not. I want my quarterback to get the hell down. Those hits he's been he took hits again yesterday. I mean, he was peeling himself off the field. Okay, you're fighting through it, and I know all you fans like to fight in him and all that kind of stuff. I like my quarterback upright in the la- at the end of the season. And the unfortunate part is, Baker's made the playoffs before. If I remember right, though, he was all harnessed up and beat up at the end of the season. He's a competitor. I get it. He has to start learning how to play smarter, all right? But yesterday, he didn't have it at all. I mean, there was a lot of points left on the field. There was some cats open. He had some misreads, like really, really poor misreads. You know, to go against Philadelphia and that pass rush uh, offensive line, though, this Buccaneer offensive line, I'm not sure it's not one of our better units. When we're allowed to run the football, they've done an okay job here at the back end of the season. And the pass protection is amazing. A couple guys had some tough outings here the last couple games, but I'm not going to trip on that. For the most part, the offensive line did pretty darn well. Let me talk about a couple of different things uh, that were that happened last week. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. had a snub for the Pro Bowl, okay? I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm about as consistent as can be. Nobody gets snubbed. It's a process. You go through a process, and either you make it or you don't. He didn't make the process. Whether he deserves it or not has nothing to do with him going. It really doesn't. A lot of times you go a year after you're supposed to go. That's what usually happens. It's a popularity contest. But he had more time. doesn't matter. People on the West Coast really haven't heard of Antoine Winfield Jr. They heard of Buda Baker, though. It's a popularity contest. I mean, there was times where Nate Newton was going to Pro Bowls, and I'm like, I'll put my film up against Nate Newton anytime. But Nate, Nate Newton for the Dallas Cowboys, you know, in my last year with the Philadelphia Eagles, John Madden asked to talk to me because he said he'd never heard of me before. He, looked, he was like, I looked at your bio and saw that you started for nine years, and I couldn't believe that the guy started for nine years and I'd never heard of him before. So all those years I thought I was going to make the All-Madden team, probably not. It's exposure, everybody. It's not It's not about how good you play all the time. It's not, okay? So that whole thing about Antoine Winfield Jr. snubbed, listen, should he have made it? Absolutely. Is he the best player the Buccaneers have right now? I would say yes. Would he be a star on anybody's team? Yep, he's that good. It's a process. He just went through another step of the process, and next year he'll be in if he even plays half as well as he played this year. Because this year, Antoine Winfield Jr., he got a little John Lynch, and he got a little Rondé Barber in him, okay? He's everywhere creating stuff all the time. Now, the play he made yesterday on the goal line was against uh, DJ Shark. Why are you shocked? He made the same play against uh, against Ritter against Atlanta. He made the exact same play. So I can think of he two touchdowns he directly saved, directly. They're walking touchdowns, both of them. So, Antoine Winfield Jr. is just a fantastic football player. He comes from good stock. I heard he's wonderful in the locker room. And a lot of times, you guys hear he's wonderful in the locker room from the media. That ain't it. I'm hearing from the right people. Okay? 
And the Buccaneers have to figure out ways to make that happen in the offseason. They're not going to lose Antoine Winfield Jr. I don't see that happening, okay? Now, Baker Mayfield went into that game. Do you know he had a possible $3.2 million in bonuses? He could have made a million dollars because uh, he, I think he made a million dollars because he had 85% of snaps. Uh, I think he made a million dollars he made the playoffs, and he would have made $1.2 million if he was like some kind of percentage, and I don't think he made that. But for God's sakes, $2 million for one game, that's feeling pretty good about yourself. So Baker Mayfield this year made a lot of money. I don't mean his base salary. He made a lot of future money because there's going to be two, three, four teams after him, and that's all you need. If one team's after you, don't make money. If two teams are after you, if four teams are after you, that's when you make 30 and 40, okay? Baker is going to make that money. I'd like to see him finish off with a bang because I would be leery, you know, if I was another organization about the way this season ended. Like I said, I've seen this before. I've seen this act before where you did the heroics through the season and at the end of the season you're all beat up and you can't, and you can't move around. Because the one bomb to Evans, I, he was 15 yards short on that one, you know. He was, I mean, he was way, way, way short of that ball. The Panthers, that might have been one of the most non-threatening things I've ever seen. And I don't even think the Bucks played that great defensively. I don't. The Panthers are the most non-threatening offense I've seen in a long time. The quarterback's non-threatening I don't, even, I don't even know what they're trying to get accomplished. I really don't. Uh, the Bucks played okay. JTS with the big sack. Okay, I'm not going to change what I say. You're not going to. I'm not going to applaud you until you run through somebody. Sounds run through somebody. That's what he ran around him. He hasn't. He don't have enough sacks to tell me I'm wrong on that one. But it's good to see him make a big play. All right. And other than that. The Bucks are running around the football field. If you watch those Eagles play yesterday, I think this Buccaneer foot defense could, could mess with them a little bit. I really do. I, I really do. That being said, I don't know if the Bucks offense can score under that Eagles defense. I just don't. Baker with the ankle, ribs. It's the ribs, now it's the ankle. Which one's worse? That's the problem in the NFL. You hurt your ankle one week. And then you worry about your ankle, and the next week you hurt your shoulder. And then your ankle's only 60%, but now I have to worry about your shoulder. And the week after that, you hurt your wrist. And then you're worried about, and it, it, it just keeps on compounding and compounding and compounding, and you never get healthy. Because healthy is not something that happens in the NFL anytime soon. The Bucks win the NFC South three years in a row. I don't think anybody should have even been talking about Todd Bowles getting fired, but he's not going anywhere. Whether whether he wins the game or not, he's not going anywhere. They're, they're not better than the Eagles. They shouldn't beat the Eagles. They shouldn't. Doesn't mean they're not going to, though. And you can't tell me they're not going into this game with a slugger's chance. In order for them to beat the Eagles, it's going to have to be a low-scoring, ugly, hideous game. Got a nine to six or ten to nine or something like that. If it gets high scoring, I don't see the Bucks being in that. I really don't. But then again, what the hell do I know? Everything I say usually, usually is the other way. But listen, the Bucks make it a nine and eight. I'm thank God they beat Carolina, 
or allowed a bit of fiasco. You want to talk about that fight? I mean, if Todd Bowles didn't win that, there have been murmurs. It doesn't necessarily mean it would have been from the Glazers. The media would have had him fired for sure. 100% the media would have had him fired. So here we are at home on Monday night against our biggest rival. The Eagles, Eagles are the Buccaneers' biggest rival, period. Period. Because, I mean, the Saints are in division, but the Bucs haven't even had as many big games against the Saints as they have against the Eagles. The Eagles are our biggest rival, going back to the beginning. So Monday night, I mean, can't get no better than that. Plus, the Bucks and Baker Mayfield get another extra day in a little bit to rest. That's huge as well. Your ankle and your ribs are all banged up. That little extra rest is a beautiful thing. So let's hope next week, uh, Tuesday, we're talking about craziness because I'm giving a flip of a coin for this game. And you get to the next game, and no matter who it is, you got a chance. You got a chance. You're in the, you're in the, it's that easy. If anybody wants to hit me up, it's uh, Ian underscore Beckles on, uh, I do the uh, Instagram. And uh, come hang out here at the Dignitary Cafe, a good place to watch football. You got a 10 by 6 screen, that's feet. And uh, just a good place to hang out and uh, relax yourself. So, Victory Mondays are good. Hope everybody's enjoying themselves and uh, be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.